Hello, everyone. Welcome to Studio de Jefre, where today it is time to give you the JSOGs, the Jeffrey stars of the game from Cowboys vs. Giants. I'd like to thank Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafalo yesterday. As our show was ending and theirs was about to start, they were like, oh, yeah, the JSOGs tomorrow. And I was like, what's that? That's how my memory works. Now, I will blame mental health because terrible memory is related to depression, and I'm going to blame that because I'll come up with new segments all the time. But to remember the old ones and what time they go at doesn't work. I forgot that was ever a segment. Jeffrey stars of the game. So thanks to the Wooly Bully and Chiafalo for reminding me yesterday, which means today we can do it at 420, but you can have a sneak preview. Sneak preview. What I want from you in the comments at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh, por favor, is yours. Your stars of the game. You get three on offense, three on defense. There are no exceptions. You cannot do ties. You cannot give four and four and say, well, they were tied for second. No, you must make a decision, which is what makes it difficult, especially on a game like that one where you kind of whooped them. So my stars of the game for the Dallas Cowboys against the Giants on offense, number one. Tyron Smith. I'm going Tyron Smith. Um, I don't know how many people have noticed this. He was He's always been really good. Like, there was never a fall-off where Tyron Smith wasn't a good left tackle. But his off-season surgery looks like it has recreated the maybe best left tackle in the NFL in Tyron Smith. It's every week. Every week. It's great pass protection. It's dominant run blocking. That's Tyron Smith. He got rid of the neck roll. My guy got rid of the neck roll. He's rocking and rolling, baby. We're going 17 games with Tyron this year. So, Tyron Smith, number one. Number two, Zach Martin. You got two running backs that are averaging, what is it? Pollard's at 6.4 a carry. Zeke is at 5.3 a carry. You've got two running backs that between them are averaging up in the upper fives per carry. Uh, And I think... A big, big part of that is your offensive line. And also, Kellen Moore gets a little bit of credit, but Zach Martin right now is the best guard in football. Tyron Smith might be the best left tackle in football. Those two, that's your guys. Those are your guys that are making all this happen, right? But also, man, maybe I should give my third star of the game on offense to Kellen Moore. Because I was going to give it to Dak. Because as I said, you can't cheat this, okay? So you'd have to choose between Zeke and Pollard. You would have to choose between Lamb and Cooper, which I guess we could do. Zeke did score two touchdowns, but Pollard was getting the higher yards per carry and was the guy who had to go bring down his yards per carry by finishing the game, running into the stag defense. But Zeke did score twice. Can I give it to Zeke over Dak? Could I give it to Kellen Moore over both? You know, Jeff, you really need to plan these out instead of winging it. Tyron Smith, Zach Martin... Dak Prescott, okay? That's what I'm going with. One, two, three. Those are my three offensive stars of the game. I'm not choosing between Zeke and Pollard. I'm not choosing between Lamb and Cooper. The end. Oh, but I did want to tell you this about Kellen Moore. You notice something they did a lot when they were running the ball in this game? And I think it is a sign of, once again, this is my theme. My theme of this Cowboys year is they're just better coached. They're better coach. Kellen's getting better and better at being an offensive coordinator. Dan Quinn is doing a great job as your defensive coordinator. Mike McCarthy's doing a good job as your head coach, whether you want to hear it or not. Um, But I don't know if you guys noticed this. Terrence Steele, your right tackle, he was doing a whole bunch of blocking down 
where he's just like, smash! And then you would have Connor Williams and Zach Martin, whoop, pulling around him to go run to the right. And what they're doing is one of two things. Either one, they're realizing that gives Terrence Steele the easiest job where he's just down blocking on a guy that has to get around him. He's like, nope, you can't get around me. Or two, they saw something in the Giants that said this is going to be a way that we can effectively run the ball. But either way, kudos to the offense. Defense, stars of the game. Number one, Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory had nine pressures in that game. Most in the NFL this week, unless there was somebody last night that had more than nine pressures. Uh, including the one that led to Anthony Brown's pick six. So I know a lot of people just want, hey, tell me the number of sacks. All I care about is sacks. Look, pressures are good, and you need to know that. Pressures are good. We love sacks. Sacks are amazing. We really like pressures. Pressures lead to quarterbacks effing up. Okay? So Randy had nine of them last night. That's an amazing game for Randy Gregory. He was absolutely terrorizing the Giants. Second... Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown had his pick six, and Anthony Brown gave up two catches on eight targets, according to Pro Football Focus. Now, even their stats may not be perfect. Um, It may just mean he was the nearest defender on those, but two on eight targets, that is very, very good. And he had the pick six. Anthony Brown has had, on the whole, I mean, what if he played five games, and I think the last three weeks he's been pretty good. Uh, We can chill out on Anthony Brown for the moment. Let's just... Chill out on Anthony Brown for the moment. Playing pretty well. And Trayvon Diggs, you got six interceptions through five weeks. Come on. He gave up five catches on 11 targets, but he did have the interception. Uh, Trayvon Diggs is unreal. It's just unreal. You leave the ball where there's any chance that he can get it, and the dude's going to get it. Honorable mention on defense is uh, obviously Micah Parsons. I like that Pro Football Focus has a stat called stops, which is any tackle you make that constitutes a failure for the offense. And Parsons had five, led the team. Osa had four pressures. Uh, So Osa Odigizua, Micah Parsons, they'll probably be mentioned every week when we do the stars of the game, but give me your three on offense, your three on defense. I'm sure I missed people because that's my specialty, is screwing things up. Now, in Cowboys news today, Jerry said today that uh, Lyle Collins is going to be out for the game Sunday. I would anticipate we're going to hear news about him. He's trying to get an injunction or a temporary restraining order uh, to try to get that suspension out of here. Uh, And I would anticipate we're going to hear something either today or tomorrow about that. But Jerry Jones is making it sound like it doesn't matter, even if he gets that, that he will not be playing Sunday and you'll get Terrence Steele for at least one more week. I would imagine the reason that Lyle Collins is doing all of this is – his monies, because if you can get a arbitrator or a judge or whatever to say, oh, yes, that suspension shouldn't have happened, then maybe you can get your money reinstated that you missed from your suspension, and maybe you could get it to, here's the thing that happens in the NFL. If you get suspended for a lot of players, there are clauses in a contract where your guaranteed money goes out the window. So right now, next year, he's got a guaranteed like $10 million dollars, And if you've been suspended, for a lot of players, your guarantees go away. So that's probably what he's fighting for. It's not even about getting on the field this Sunday, which Jerry Jones says he will not be getting on the field this Sunday. Now, a couple of questions from the peeps. Kevin on Twitter said, can the Cowboys end the season with 3,000-yard receivers and 2,000-yard rushers? And has that ever happened? Ooh, I did not look if that ever happened. But, gosh, I'm going to guess no. 
But I did do this yesterday. I looked at the pace of every, that everybody is on. CeeDee Lamb is on pace for over 1,100 yards. Amari Cooper is on pace for almost 1,100 yards. Dalton Schultz is on pace for 950 yards. And both your running backs are on pace for over 1,100 yards. And that was my question to everybody on the tweeter machine at JC1053 was, give me who's going over and who's going under. Out of those paces, Dalton Schultz on pace for, I think, 952. CeeDee Lamb, like 1180. Amari Cooper, like 1080. Pollard, 1100. Zeke, 15-something. It's an absurd pace that they're on. The way that they're running the ball is absurd. Um, If I had to guess, you'll get Michael Gallup back, and I don't think Dalton Schultz will actually get to, like, 950 yards. I do think Lamb and Coop will go over their current paces unless Coop has to miss games with injury. I can't see Pollard actually getting 1,100 yards. And I can't see Zeke getting almost 1,600 yards. So I would go over for Coop and Lamb, under for the rest. Brownstone on Twitter, without looking at the tape, is Micah a better edge than linebacker? Didn't seem to flash yesterday, or is it just because of position value? I want to play Micah Parsons as a pass rusher. If you have a game where you know, because... like. You watch, you rewatch the game yesterday, and Micah Parsons is look. He's a great linebacker, and he's going to be an incredible linebacker. But also, at times, you're going to get him singled up on like a running back in a route, and the running back beat him yesterday. Uh, when that route is being run, let Jabril Cox cover the running back, and Micah Parsons go sack the quarterback. If Micah Parsons can be Von Miller, I think you have to let him be Von Miller. I don't want you to be Fred Warner. If you can be Von Miller, I want you to go be Von Miller. I want you to go be TJ Watt instead of Darius Leonard. Like, that's what I want you to go be. Let Jabril Cox be that cover guy. Next year's going to be amazing when we have both of them playing a ton. It's going to be great. Uh, Let's see, Jose, how many weeks until Kelvin Joseph gets the nod to start over Brown on the outside, assuming he comes back after the bye week? He didn't do anything in camp to take that job. He didn't play... Great. He didn't play any better than Anthony Brown in the preseason, and now he hasn't practiced or played yet this season. I Kelvin Joseph ain't taking that job. And if he does, it's a ways, ways off. Let him get back to practice. Let him get into the games first. All right, leave me your starts of the game in the comments. YouTube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh. Make sure you're uh, following, subscribe, get the notifications turned on. And remember that you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.